This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. You're listening to All the Books, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 28, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello! Happy New Year! It's a brand new year, and that's exciting, but before I get more excited about it, I'm going to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by Ginny Moon by Benjamin Ludwig. It's out from Park Row Books. Meet Ginny Moon. She's mostly your average teenager. She plays flute in the school band, has weekly basketball practice, and reads Robert Frost poems for English class. But Ginny is autistic, and so what's important to her might seem a bit different. Full of great big heart and unexpected humor, Ludwig's debut introduces the lovable, wholly original Ginny Moon who discovers a new meaning of family on her unconventional journey home. It's for fans of The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, Room, and Where Did You Go, Bernadette. So that's Ginny Moon by Benjamin Ludwig, out from Park Row Books. It's now in paperback. We'll have a link to it in the show notes, and you can get it wherever books are sold. And, oh, oh, I also want to remind you that you still have time to enter to win Book Riot's top 20 books of 2017, like uh, Exit West, Little Fires Everywhere, uh, a bunch of other great stuff. You just go to bookriot.com slash bookriottop20, that's two zero, to enter, uh, and you do that before January 14th, and good luck. So, like I was saying earlier, it's a brand new year. So I thought about some books that have year in the title, because why not? I kind of really like doing these themes. It's really fun. So let's start off with The Year of Living Biblically, One Man's Humble Quest to Follow the Bible as Literally as Possible by A.J. Jacobs. He's a great writer. He's very funny. Um, this is when he spent one year following the Ten Commandments and some other lesser-known rules of the Bible, including avoiding clothes made of mixed fibers, uh, learning to play a ten-string harp, and growing a beard. So he ends up looking like ZZ Top by the end of the year. Um, he also visits communities that take the Bible literally, and it's just really fun. He does, he does a lot of these strange challenges. He did a book called The Know-It-All, which is where he read the Encyclopedia Britannica in a year, and he did Drop It Healthy, where he decided to try and become the healthiest man in the world in a year. Um, he's just great fun. Uh, there's also The Year of Yes. I know we've talked about this book on the show before, but like, what better time than to read this than at the beginning of the year? It's The Year of Yes, How to Dance It Out, Stand in the Sun, and Be Your Own Person by Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes, fabulous writer. She actually, despite being fabulous, is quite an introvert. Um, and decided that she was going to spend the year saying yes to everything that scared her, which mostly involved having to speak to people in public, go to parties, do stuff like that. And, like, how that, like, changed her, like, just saying yes to everything that she was frightened of. Um, if you want to take it down 500 notches and read something sad and beautiful, there's The Year of Magical Thinking by Joan Didion, which is her memoir about the year that she lost her husband and when her daughter was very, very ill, she wrote a memoir about what that was like. Of course, if you've read her memoir, Blue Nights, which came out after a year of magical thinking, you'll know, uh, spoiler, that her daughter actually passed away after magical thinking came out. Um, but still completely worth reading. So beautiful. Uh, there is also The Year of the Dog by Grace Lynn, which... 
2018, I believe, is in Chinese astrology the year of the dog. So, you know, meta, like read this this year. It's an adorable middle grade novel about a girl named Pacey. Uh, her mother tells her that it's a really, it's going to be a, like a really great year for her. It's a great year for her to make friends and try all these things. So it's kind of like how she struggles to find her potential in a supposedly lucky year and what happens to her. There's A Year in the Maine Woods by Bernd Henrik, um, which is, you know, I live in Maine. I spend lots of time in the woods. It's great. I'm all about the Maine books. Um, this is, a, a, I don't know, it's like 20-something years old, I think. It's probably considered a classic now. Um, completely unrelated, did you realize that from now on, whenever young adult authors write books about teenagers, those teenagers will have been born in the 21st century? Crazy! So, anyway, um... Well, I mean, they don't have to. They can write about books about teenagers in history, but I'm just saying, like, contemporary teenagers are now born in the 21st century. Just absolutely nuts. Getting back to a year in the Maine woods, this guy, he's a zoology professor. He decided he wanted to get in tune with nature, so he rented a cabin and went to live in the Maine woods. Cabin had no running water or electricity. He just had a pet raven named Jack to keep him company. Of course, now if you've read Stranger in the Woods... It makes it look like, you know, luxurious accommodations. And also, the North Pond Hermit spent, you know, 27 more years in the Maine woods. So this guy looks like an amateur. But it's really well-written and beautiful to read anyway. Like, people getting away from things. Always a good thing to read. Um, there's also, if this is your year, like, if you want to, if you're in a writer and you want to get it done, you should check out This is the Year You Write Your Novel by Walter Mosley. Um, he's a very prolific writer. He wrote the Easy Rollins Mysteries. You may have seen him at Book Riot Live. He's hilarious. He writes all kinds of great stuff. And he has some great advice for you on how to write your novel. Of course, I haven't written a novel, so, I mean, I don't know if it actually works. But, you know, Walter Mosley, you gotta try it. There's also Year of Wonders by Geraldine Brooks. It's about a young woman in the 17th century in England during a plague outbreak, and it's based on a true story of an English village in 1666. One of the great things about the internet, um, there are a few. Uh, I did learn how many other people out there love a plague book. I have like, like a dozen of them, like nonfiction books about the plague, and then like a dozen more novels. I don't know why I find it so interesting, but I'm really into it. And so this is the best of the best. It's Year of Wonders. There's, if you like, a disaster book. Besides the plague, there is The Year Without Summer, 1816, and The Volcano That Darkened the World and Changed History by William Klingman. It's about Mount Tambora, which was in Indonesia, or is in Indonesia. It's a volcano. It erupted. Huge eruption. It disrupted weather patterns worldwide for months. And this is about what happened and what it was like to be in the 19th century and not have the internet and not have quite an idea of like what's going on. Um, when all the weather goes crazy, and it's about, you know, the effects that the volcano eruption had on politics and the arts and the economy and all kinds of stuff that went on that year. If you're a big fan of uh, Krakatoa by Simon Winchester, you'll definitely want to check this one out. And that brings me to my dealer's choice, which is Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. Uh, that was my first book of 2018. It was supposed to be my first book of 2017. Like, at the end of 2016, I decided that's what I was going to read, like, the first day of the new year. Um, and then I couldn't find it. Which, if you've seen my house, you might think happens all the time, but it doesn't happen as often as you would imagine. I set it down somewhere, and I just could not find it in time to read for the new year. So this year, sat down first day, read it. It's really great. It's a classic. You know, most people had to read it in school. We did not, which is sad because it's so wonderful. It takes place in southern Florida in the early 20th century. 
about a woman named Janie Crawford. She's sort of narrating her life to her friend. She's been away, and she's telling her, like, what went on while she was gone about her, like, three marriages. She talks about her grandmother, who was a former slave, who raised her because her mother had all kinds of issues. Um, and the dialogue is written phonetically, which it kind of forces you to, like, slow down sound things out and, and take it all in, which is kind of great. It's a great, like, if you read, like, Emir McBride um, or even Train Spotting, like, sometimes, like, when you have to, like, figure out and sound them out, it actually helps, like, and slow down and really help you enjoy something. So um, I absolutely loved it. So there you have it. There is our first All the Backlist of the year. Great, great fun. I'm so excited that you've all joined me for 2018. So... Now I'm going to say goodbye, but first I want to thank today's sponsor, which is Ginny Moon by Benjamin Ludwig, and remind you again to go to bookriot.com slash bookriottop2020 to, for a chance to win our top 20 books of the year. You can find a list of all the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books, and if you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books where I lose things or pictures of my cats, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Franzen Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Amanda Nelson and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>